0: Hello. We've got a busy Monday night in the NHL with nine games, and those games need to be recapped. All right, so we're going to do it the only way we know how. Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. for tuning in. I am happy to be here. I'm happy to have you along for the ride. This is Fantasy NHL Today, and I am your host, Blake Creamer. Please follow me on Twitter, at Blake Creamer, S-E. That's uh, Blake, B-L-A-K-E-C-R-E-A-M-E-R-S-E. Okay? Get on it. I've been tweeting my brains out, all right? Trying to give you guys some value, keep you up to date in the fantasy hockey world. Yeah, we had a busy Monday night. We need to get into that, but first there is a little bit of news I wanna get into. Let's uh let's just chat about that, okay? News New- news 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 First off, uh, Yevgeny Kuznetsov, that that brutal brute. Uh, he's getting a one-game suspension for high-sticking uh, Kyle Burrows of the Vancouver Canucks last night. So he will be missing Thursday's game against Ottawa. Just uh, a heads-up for you. Um, check your lineups. Make sure uh, you, know, you got someone else in there if need be. Um, Alex Edler is going to be out uh, for uh, tonight's game with a face injury. And uh, some more LA news, uh, Alex I Follow has actually just been put on uh, IR by the LA Kings and they've called up, uh, I'm just going to butcher this man's name, Jacob Moverare, All right, a Moverari. that's how I like to say it. Um, but yeah, so they brought up uh, this guy Jacob Move Rare, and I follow is injured, going on IR. So yeah, he's he's got a lower body injury. Not a lot of details released on that. So keep an eye out for that. And then uh, Kravtsov, uh, the popular sleeper going into the season for the New York Rangers, looks like he's ready to go. So he should be back next game. We'll see. Just keep an eye on the deployment he's got there because right now it just seems like everybody's rolling on the Rangers. So I don't know. We'll we'll see where he goes. Hopefully. I'm hoping that he doesn't bump uh, Lafreniere or Kako off those top two lines, but we'll see. Anyways, let's get right into it. We're going to get into talking about these games, and then we'll start off here. Uh, First game is going to be um, the Florida Panthers against the Boston Bruins. Um, Awesome game, for sure. Uh, The Bruins took it 5-3. A couple really big performances in this game. We'll get into it, Uh, but let's start with the Panthers. So, um, Bobrovsky he took the loss unfortunately four goals on 33 shots uh, for a, uh, an 879 save percentage uh, not uh, not a great game Bobrovsky again I always find Bobrovsky he may win games but his, his goals against has just been ballooning the last few seasons so I actually don't have any statistics to back that up but I have owned Bobrovsky in the last few years and it's just been a brutal time so i uh, take that take that for whatever it's worth but let's get into Florida here. Uh, First guy I want to talk about, Gustav Forsling, okay? Uh, He had a goal and an assist, five shots on goal, two hits, one block in 28 minutes, and the reason he played so much is because Aaron Ekblad was injured in this game, Uh, so he had to leave after 15 minutes, Um, and also uh, Brandon Montour was ruled out of the game before it started, so um, they were definitely shorthanded. They were playing with 5D, and then Ekblad went down, so Gustav Forsling to me. Until we hear otherwise, um, he's a must add at least for this week. Okay, because look at that deployment; he's getting first line power play. All right, so so get Forsling in your lineup. We don't know what's going to happen with Ekblad, and, and there's still no real update on uh, Brandon Montour. So, Forsling. Must add for this week, especially for Florida, because they have uh, such a good schedule. As we talked about in our streaming, they've, uh, um, you know, they had those three off nights. Um, They still got two coming up. So get them in your lineups for sure. Um, Let's talk about Matt Kachucki. He did have a good game, one assist. He was minus two, but six shots, uh, one block, one hit. Again, it's the deployment that I like. 21 minutes, 36 seconds. Um, it's good. And he, he's, uh, he's, he looks like he's got a little bit of chemistry with Sam Bennett. Miles Bennett Dyson. I like to see that. Um, you know, kachuk has been doing his thing. This guy's such a dingus. He, uh, yeah, he's just pissing all the teams off that he plays against. So I'm kind of glad he's out of the Western conference, to be honest, but good for him. Yeah. He's uh, I think he's going to really fit in well there. And again, the deployment is awesome. 21 minutes. That's great. Um, Sam Bennett, speaking of, yeah, he had a great game too, goal and an assist, five shots on net, two hits. He, he played himself 19 minutes. So that's what you want to see. Bennett definitely has some value. He was, he was going later in drafts. He was falling, falling, falling. Whereas last year I felt like he was kind of a, people were reaching for Sam Bennett. So he could be, he could have a good season. I mean, we'll see Florida. Obviously they were amazing last year offensively. Um, a little bit of a different look this year, but Sam Bennett had a nice game. Let's keep an eye on that. And go through the rest. Uh, Barkov did his thing too. uh, uh, Although he didn't get any points. He was minus three. He did get two shots. 23 minutes of deployment. So don't worry about Barkov. He's going to be fine. Um, Just what wasn't his night tonight. But definitely, you know, he's going to be fine. So don't worry about Barkov. And then I did want to just touch on uh, Carter Verhage. This is a guy that I I really, I, I expected a little bit more. I drafted him in a couple leagues late. Like with my last pick. And He's, he's just had a rough go of it. Um, he, he has not been really putting any numbers on the board offensively, peripherally. You know, and he did play 17 minutes, 17 and a half minutes this game on the first line. He's getting some power play time as well. Zero goals, zero assists. He had three shots. I don't know. I'm leaning towards a drop on Verhage. Not this week, obviously, because, uh, again, they're, they're a great schedule. So you're going to hold Verhage for this week and then reassess, okay? Um, don't drop Verhage, but it's potential moving forward, Okay. Uh, and let's move on. Let's uh, now check out the Boston Bruins who did take the W. Um, great game by Jake DeBrusque. What the hell? Trust me. 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 So he was injured last game. Uh, he played the first game but was, was kind of invisible. So he, he wasn't around game two. And now this game he came out just guns a-blazin'. He had uh, two goals, one assist. Was plus four, five shots on goal, one hit in eighteen minutes, and he looked good too. I mean his his goals were hustle plays. He was beating guys to pucks. One of them, you know, he he, he it was a foot race or a, from the from the his own blue line, and he just burned a guy and then then rifled it. So debrust looks good. Um, yeah, you, you might want to pick him up at the very least. Keep an eye on it because he, um, he's moved on to the first line there with Bergeron and, and Taylor Hall, and that's a great spot for him. Um, so definitely take a look and see if Debrus- DeBrusque is available on your on your waiver wire. That might be someone you want to target uh, and someone you might want to keep depending on how it goes, at least until Marchand gets back. DeBrusque could get some really good deployment there. So take a look at that, uh, and then speaking of uh, Bergeron, did his thing again too. This this guy's awesome. I, I I don't know why I'm surprised every year that he plays so well. But again, a goal and assist plus three, one shot on goal, two hits, one block, twenty minutes of play. Give it to me, Bergie. How's your burger. What a legend! Great job, and uh, yeah, he just he just keeps doing it every every game. And uh, I, I I'm just gonna stop doubting this man. He he looks great out there. I did uh, forget to mention uh, Linus Allmark got the start. He led in three goals on 41 shots, uh, 90, uh, 92 save percentage. He's looking good. I mean, he's he's got the edge up on Jeremy Swayman uh, as far as I'm concerned right now, and I thought it was going to be the opposite. So we'll see how that goes. I do believe that um, Pete DeBoer was saying he's going to alternate goalies for the first little bit and I guess maybe just see who takes the reins. So it's kind of hard to roster one of these guys. I mean, they should be rostered because the Bruins are good, but it's it's a frustrating situation. Like you probably want to handcuff them if possible, Allmark and Swayman, but that's uh you know, I, I've done that on one team and it doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? It's not like handcuffing uh, you know, Georgiev and Francuse together. It, it's I don't know. I'm not I'm not suggesting do that, but um Allmark definitely looks good. I would take him over Swayman right now if I had to choose, but um yeah, that's that's neither here nor there. Okay. Um, a couple other guys I want to talk about pasta, uh, David Pasternak. He's a coconut something up. Did his thing only one goal, but he could have had a lot more. He, he missed an empty net there. Um, also was robbed on one play. He had, so one goal, eight shots, uh, in 19 and a half minutes. And these are all high danger plays pasta. I really think he's going to have a good year. Again, I don't understand how he was available as late as he was, you know, um, in the second round, sometimes he was going at the end of the second round, beginning of the third. That makes no sense because he's a right winger also. So you're looking at positional scarcity there. this guy's gonna he's gonna get 40 goals this year. Book it, okay. Pro tip: should have drafted Pasta. All right, um, a couple other guys I want to talk about on the Bruins: uh, Forbort, the defenseman on the Bruins, Derek Forbort. Sorry, I had to look up his first name. I'm just looking. <laughs> I'm just looking at the box score here. Uh, D Forbort. Uh he played very well. Uh, I did watch the highlights, so I have watched D Forbort. And uh, he's he's getting a lot of minutes too. So second line, pairing, minutes, mostly a kind of a shutdown roll, but 20, uh, 20 and a half minutes, five uh, plus five, one hit, three blocks, and we know he's gonna bring the periphs. So uh Forbort's definitely a guy you can target if you need those peripherals in a category league, all right? And then lastly, um, Connor Clifton. Oh, 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 Miss Clifton, Miss Clifton, over here. Oh, 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 Miss Clifton, Miss Clifton, Miss Clifton, Miss Clifton. High Minuteman, 20, uh, actually not the High minute man. sorry, just under Hampus Lindholm, but he did play 25 and a half minutes. Connor Clifton, two assists, plus three, two shots on goal, two hits, three blocks, boom. Connor Clifton, um, again, just another guy picking up the slack while um, Grizzlick and Charlie McAvoy are out. So uh, his value is a little bit increased until some of those players get back. And I I don't know if I'd expect too much offensively from Clifton, but it's nice to see the two assists. I I do think that uh, the peripherals are going to be there, especially if he's getting that kind of deployment. All right. So that is that game, 5-3, Boston over Florida. Let's move on to the next one. Arizona against the Leafs. So the Coyotes against the Leafs. Uh, Surprising game for sure. Um, Not great for Leafs fans. It's been frustrating so far for the Leafs, um, among other teams in the NHL, but we'll get to them a little bit later because there's lots of them. So let's get into it. It was a 4-2 victory for Arizona over the Leafs. Surprising result for sure. Um, Carol Vilmelka takes the win. Two goals on, 28 shots. He played really well for a 93 save percentage. You like to see that. Um, Some really good things happen here for uh, the Coyotes Uh, First off, they they just buried their chances when they had them, right? Because they only had 19 shots for the game. They got outshot 28-19. to So, obviously, they buried their chances. And uh, Toronto's goaltending, you know, a little bit of a question mark these days, right? So, let's uh, look at Shane Gostisbear. He's been a nice surprise at the beginning of the season here. Um, One goal, one assist. He's looking great on the power play, actually. He had one shot on goal, obviously, for his goal. And then uh, two blocks in 22 minutes. I like that um what else uh so Clayton Keller let's take a look at him he's had an okay start to the season as well i mean slow but you know one assist he looked good there he's he's fast out there 14 and a half minutes and the other guy I wanted to bring your attention to is jJ Moser on defense he's getting some good deployment one assist one hit and three blocks he played he did that in about 22 minutes and jJ Moser yeah he's he's, he's a second round pick in uh, 2021. He played 43 games last year with only 15 points, but uh, you know he only averaged uh, almost 19 minutes on ice so far this season. In three games, he's averaged 24 and a half, so that's that's big, right? Arizona is is just a it's a, a car crash basically, <laughs> basically. But you know there there might be some value on these teams that are that are basically tanking, right? So I, I like JJ Moser for some for some minutes. Um, you know he's got four hits and six blocks in three games as well, so. Yeah, just just a player to keep an eye on definitely don't go pick him up but if you know if and when the, the coyotes have a, a nice weekly schedule he might be someone you want to target to, to get in there that can maybe get you some some stuff that you need all right that is that now let's get onto the leafs uh yeah big time disappointment here um eric calgren took the uh the loss there three goals let in on 18 shots for an 83 save percentage not good all right, with Matt Murray out now for uh, extended period, you've got Ilya Samsonov, who should be the starter. Obviously, Calgary got to start this game, but um, this all said, Samsonov should be rostered, definitely rostered in your league, so make sure he's not on the wire, you know. Um, but uh, let's look at some of, the, some of the spots here. So first off, the big boys did not get it done in this game. No question there. Um, Austin Matthews, zeros across the board. He did have four shots. He played almost 25 minutes. So that, that's, that's a bit rough, you know what I mean? Um, one interesting thing about Matthews that I read and then I looked up myself is um, he's, he's upped his hits this year, um, which is a really interesting thing. He's, uh, um, I had it pulled up here, sorry. He's, he's basically tied for fifth in the league with 14 hits. That's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, he, I mean, I don't know, it's just like a fun fact, I guess, because he's certainly not scoring at the rate we thought he would, right? You don't get 60 goals this way, my guy. You gotta, you know, bury some of those chances, and he just really hasn't done that. He didn't get any hits this game. So, but but he's he's added that part to his game, and I, I do like that. You know, um his his value is gonna I mean he was already second overall pick basically in the draft, so I don't know. He's not gonna surpass Connor McDavid, but it is nice. I'd like to see Matthews get on the scoreboard and just just start rolling here. The Leafs, they don't look good, honestly. Like they they sort of it looks like they've kind of played down to their opponent, and there's a little bit of a um, you know, kind of a mental aspect um, to their game, like they're just, they're not quite ready in certain situations, so that, that's frustrating to watch, but anyways, Matthews, hopefully, uh, and I'm sure he will pick it up, but it's it's been a rough go, uh, Marner got a goal, that's that's good, he had two shots on goal, one hit, he played 26 minutes, dear God, um, yeah, I, I mean, again, with that much time on ice, it's just surprising to me that uh, that the, that Marner and Matthews were not able to capitalize uh, any more than they did, and they ended up losing the game. So it's kind of on them, you know, if they're getting that that kind of deployment, then it's just not happening. Um, William Nylander as well, he got a, a goal, so that's great. Um, three shots on net, two hits in in almost 21 minutes. So they really rode the big guys here and uh, giggity. and they um, they just couldn't get it done. So. We'll see. Um, Again, Michael Bunting. Bunt. B-U-N-T. I always like to talk some smack on Michael Bunting. I don't know why. But, uh, you know, just because when you look at the lines and you see Michael Bunting is playing with Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews, you're like, oh, yeah, I got to go pick him up. Like, well, no, you don't. All right? Michael Bunting to me is, I don't even know if he should be rostered at this point. I mean, besides the fact of where he's being deployed. But... He's certainly not getting anything done. In this game, zero points, three shots, two hits in 15 minutes, right? And limited power play time. So it's not really my favorite uh, player at this point, um, especially for where he's, you know, the amount he's being rostered. I think there are better players out there. Um, I did want to mention um, Justin Hall as well. Um, Kind of a boneheaded play on one of the goals here. He's, you know, he's getting some increased minutes, you know, second-line pairing. He did have some nice periffs though. So one shot on goal, five hits, three blocks. It is what it is. the the The, the Maple Leafs did not play well, so let, let's just chalk it up to that. Uh, they did have a goal called back too. Um, that was pretty questionable. I thought they 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 tied it up late, um, and the goal was called back. So that that's rough. So not not a great start for the Leafs. I, I'm always a little bit wary when teams. of come out this way you know and there's some other teams that we'll talk about in this podcast like the minnesota wild and the vancouver canucks it's the same kind of thing it's i I read a quote somewhere i can't remember who said it and this is recently it was a coach maybe saying like good teams wait for good things to happen they're expecting good things to happen and you know some of the the lesser teams they're sort of expecting bad things to happen right and that's sort of the the impression I get from the Leafs, the Minnesota Wild, and the Canucks. Just some um, some mental weakness, you know what I mean? It's just not something's not right. And then when you look at a team like New York Rangers or the Dallas Stars, these guys are just they're they're playing loose, they're they're having fun, you know. It, and and you can see the result on the scoreboard as well as you know in the win column. So, anyways, not a great game for the Leafs. Let's move on. We don't need to beat a dead horse here. Next game, uh, Montreal and Pittsburgh. Montreal took the game in overtime. A beautiful goal by Kirby Doc. Um, let's get into it. All right. Um, so I wanted to talk first off. Let's let's talk about um, Pittsburgh. Um, Craig DeSmith got the uh, start. He let in oh, Craig Casey DeSmith, Sorry, um, I was thinking Craig Smith on the on the uh, Boston Bruins there. Yeah, Casey DeSmith got got the start. Three goals on 39 shots uh, for a 92 save percentage. Got the loss in overtime. That's fine. Um, let's run through here. Here we go. Um, Chris Tang, Very good uh, very good game. But again, you know, uh, just I just wanted to show what Chris Tang brings to the table, even when he doesn't score. He was minus two, but two hits and five blocks in 25 minutes, basically. Um, Letang is going to be a beauty this year. The Penguins have come out pretty strong, so... Um, yeah, just hopefully if you have Latang, just just keep enjoying the production. He, he's going to be good this year. He didn't have a good game here, but that's fine. Ev, uh, Evgeny Malkin, nice to see this happen. Two goals on six shots uh, in 18 minutes. You know, a lot of guys were writing this guy off last year, especially saying he was too slow, he was over the hill, and uh, you know he's come out firing here this season. I love to see that. I like I like Malkin a lot. So I, he looks primed for for a pretty good season. Um, Jeff Petrie played his first game back in Montreal so looks like he got booed and yeah why, why the hell do we boo people there, there's only a few players that should be booed in the league you know Brad Marchand boo that man okay um, you know Brendan Lemieux boo that man all right let's there, there there's only a few guys right why the heck are you booing Jeff Petrie I mean he, you know he did a great job in Montreal. Anywho. He did have some nice perifs. He's a he's a good peripheral player. Um, you know he's not getting the offensive opportunity as much in Pittsburgh, but he did he was plus one, three shots on goal, two hits, two blocks. He's he's going to do that all day in twenty three minutes of play. Ricard Raquel, uh, another player we've talked about, again, twenty minutes on ice, minus one, two shots. That's it. That's pretty rough. He's he's getting first line deployment with amazing players like. I don't understand why it doesn't translate uh, with uh, Raquel. I think you know he's a player that I'm not too high on, and I'm not. This might be who he is. You know, it's only been a few games into the season, so you know I don't think you can drop Raquel if you have him drafted. You you got to ride it out a little bit, at least the first ten games, and then kind of see where we stand, right? But uh, this just doesn't look promising to me. He's he's not. He's never been an efficient shooter, right? And uh, he, you know, he's got. He's playing with great players and he's not really accomplishing anything. So, anyways, um, Crosby did uh, not a lot. He got shut out this game, zero points. He was minus two with a shot on goal in nineteen minutes. Um, that's fine. He's had a great start to the season so far. So, we'll forgive you, Sid. All right. Uh, let's go to the Canadians here. Uh, the winning goaltender was Sam Montembeau. I think that's how you say it. I, I I'm terrible with the guys' names. So Sam Montembo. I thought his name was Montelbaum for the longest time, and then I read closer. Yeah, Montembo. So there you go. Two goals on 28 shots for a 93 save percentage. Nice work there. Let's talk about Sean Monahan. This guy is, has uh, I I. I picked him up in a very deep league uh, that I drafted kind of one of my last picks. Cause he's just sitting there. He may still be there on your waiver wire and I'm not suggesting just go right out and pick up uh Monaghan, but he got 22 minutes of ice time. He looked good. He's got a little bit of chemistry with his team. He got an assist, uh, three shots on goal. I, I love that deployment. And again, Montreal is a situation where they don't, they don't have a ton of options, right? So, if Monaghan's getting that kind of deployment consistently, you got to take a look at it. You, you have to think about it because he has put up numbers in the past. I know he's coming off like some pretty brutal injuries and, and you know, he's not the same guy that, that did those. But, you know, he might be able to put up 50, 60 points. You know, best case scenario. And that's pretty damn nice for a guy that is was pro- is probably on your waiver wire right now. Let's talk about uh Slavkovsky got demoted to the fourth line really did nothing he had three hits in the game uh just under 10 minutes I don't think he's going to be an option this year I think they'll most likely send him down uh, you know before burning the first year of his contract in the 10th game so yeah keep an eye on that he's he's not getting any deployment so I just don't think it's going to be his year this year Nick Suzuki however is going to have a great year bang the guy played uh, 23 minutes one goal one assist 8 shots on net, 2 hits. My man, Suzuki. Uh yeah, great stuff. Um I don't know. I think sometimes when a when a young player gets the captaincy like that, that's the, the, I think it can go two ways when you get the captaincy. You can it can increase your confidence or it can increase your pressure, you know? I I've, I've seen that, you know, with certain players in the past. I remember when the Canucks put the C on Luongo. And, you know, that was a weird move regardless, but after the, after they gave him the C, he his play just went downhill. I think he just he just wasn't handling that pressure, right? Whereas Nick Suzuki, so far, looks like he's jacked up. He's ready to go, um, and I love the deployment. Twenty three minutes, the shooting. You know, they they got something nice in Montreal, as I've mentioned before, just with their their young core. Um, also mentioned Jonathan Drew and got into the lineup here. He he only played thirteen minutes. Did get an assist though, uh, shot on goal and a hit. So. I don't know, Druin is, he's, you know, the jury's still out. I think, you know, <laughs> what's really come back from Druin is he might be a little bit of a bust. But he, he could still, you know, surprise. He's going to maybe get some opportunity in, in Montreal here. Um, but Kirby Dock, i like to see this as well. He only played 13 minutes, but did get the overtime winner. Two shots on goal. Um, again, watch this guy. And take a look and then uh, Cole Caulfield had a goal as well plus one five shots on goal two hits in 20 minutes Caulfield and Suzuki definitely got to be rostered they're looking very good how about this kid Caden Ghoul or Goulet. I don't know Goule. <laughs> yeah um you know first rounder in 2020 for the Canadians he was getting power play one time this guy uh, Caden Goulet, he got two assists, uh, plus one, three shots on goal, three hits, one block, 25 minutes of ice time. Bang. What in the world? Um, you know, this guy definitely put him on your watch list. He could be like a most cider situation and, and that's a hot take. I, I understand that, but you know, get him on the watch list. Let's see what he does. Let's see what he does for a few games. Um, he could be a beauty and he could just come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? So. Um, at the very least, he can probably give you some, some category coverage there. And he's a good-looking kid. He looks, like, uh, he looks like Ken from Ken and Barbie. So, um, yeah, good for you, Caden Goulet. Unfortunate last name if that's how you say it, but that's fine. So, anyways, Montreal takes the, takes the dub there. Let's keep moving on to the Rangers and the Ducks. Rangers are flying this year. Oh, my goodness. They, they just have so many weapons at every position. It's stupid. So, and and again, they're they're just having fun out there. So, I like the Rangers this year, obviously. Um, They're doing really well, but let's get into the Ducks. They, you know, 6-4. That's, that's, you know, four goals on the Rangers, on Shesterkin. Okay. You know, some of them were stinkers, and it was well after the game was in hand for the Rangers. But let's do it. John Gibson this man is just being thrown to the wolves he takes the loss five goals on 34 shots uh, Stolars came in in relief he let in one goal and eight shots yeah just not not a lot of good things uh, happening with the ducks there uh, let's talk about um, vitrano Frank vitrano he played 17 minutes had a goal um, one shot two blocks yeah me you know very deeply deep league option streamer level absolutely Trevor zeris he is not a streamer level he should be rostered this guy looks awesome he's so slick with the puck um, but what's surprising about zeris is just his deployment still I mean he did have one goal two shots one hit but only 15 and a half minutes you know and, I, and I'm not the coach and I don't and I don't understand certain things but Why is, you know, I'd like to see that around 19 minutes. Like, why is he not getting sort of first-line deployment? I'm wondering what the thought is there. I mean, it must be something defensively. Maybe he's just a liability. I don't know. But you also look at this. Troy Terry, um, two assists, plus one, three shots, same amount of ice time, almost 16 minutes. Troy Terry and Trevor Zegers are the best players on this team, really. So it's interesting to me that they are kind of, not getting that deployment, right? Or not getting those minutes. And where a guy like Ryan Strom, he got 19 and a half minutes, right? So it, it's it's just interesting. I, I'm, I'm going to be watching that moving forward. Mason McTavish, uh, young rookie, was shut out again. Minus one. Two hits, one block. He's going to be good this year. I think McTavish might be in the conversation for Calder at the end. Um, but I, I don't know. We'll see. There's lots of guys that sort of come out of the woodwork. And, and it's still so early in in the season, right? So, let's move on to the Rangers. Oh, man, there's lots to talk about. First off, Big Zibby. Zid's dead, baby. Zid's dead. Mika Zibanejad. My goodness, this guy has been shot out of a cannon to start the year. He can do this. He he gets on real hot streaks, like just, just such a heater. Uh, it's usually halfway through the season. I remember a couple years ago, I, I traded for him. It was, you know... He, he was, it was a buy low big time. And I got Zabanajad. I don't remember who I traded for him, someone who was doing well at the time, but not at Zabanajad's level. Somehow the trade went through. And that was the year where he, he got four goals or five goals, or he had something ridiculous in like a three game span. He had like 12 points or something like that. He, he can do this, he can get on a heater, and he seems like he's there right now. And it's just the beginning of the season. So, Zabanajad, two goals, two assists, nine shots, one hit in 20 minutes damn thank you Zibby. um yeah I wish I had him on my team you know what was interesting about Zabanajad this year is he's a center only and he was kind of in that in the draft he was um sort of in that second to third round to fourth round area and there were just so many other guys that were similar at least they presented in a similar way to Mika Zabanajad. so I always kind of looked past him. He was available for me to draft in a lot of spots, and I looked past because I knew there were a lot of centers later on, but I don't know. Jad. I didn't, I, I didn't fully expect this coming out of the gate, so it's nice to see. Um, let's keep going. My man, Vinny Tro. For show. One goal, one assist, five shots, two hits, 21 and a half minutes. He's still, not, he's still 68% rostered on Yahoo. What the frick? Get this man on your team. I'll say it every podcast until he's rostered in at least 85%. I mean, what are we doing? This, he, he's great, and, and he has chemistry with, with this team immediately. You can see that. Like, great chemistry on the power play with Mika Zabanajad. And then he's got chemistry on his line with, with uh, uh, the bread man, Panarin. So, yeah, Trocek, he's going to get you peripherals. And I, I, I bet, I bet he gets 70 points this year. I um bet it. Book it. Write it down. It's on recording now. Vinny Trocheck for 70 points. He's going to have a great season unless he gets injured, all right? And then speaking of, we got the bread man, Artemi Panarin. You have to pay for the bread. You have to pay for the bread. The bread. <laughs> you have to pay for the bread. <laughs> One goal, three assists, minus two, four shots, one hit, one block, 20 minutes. My goodness. Um, Panarin as well. Obviously, he's an offensive player, but you know he's bringing it all. The New York power play is insane. They, they went three for four um, this game. So uh, you like to see that. You cannot put the Rangers on the power play. I've, I think I've said this before, but to me, the Rangers this year are last year's Florida Panthers. I think just everyone is going to have career highs. They're all going to do well. So I like the Rangers a lot. Uh, Another player I like on the Rangers, Alex Lafreniere. One goal, um, two shots, one hit. He only got 15 minutes this game, but I think he's going to do really well this year. He's starting to pick up his game. And then lastly, Keandre Miller. um, didn't, uh, Didn't have the best game, but played 21 minutes, minus two, four shots, one hit, two blocks. He's going to bring you those perifs that you need, and uh, I, I think he's just going to improve uh, throughout the throughout the season. Here, he's, he's getting a lot of minutes. So, anyways, the Rangers, yeah, they're uh, they're on fire to start the season. You love to see it. All right, let's move on. Next game, not my favorite game to uh, recap, but uh, Canucks against Washington. Canucks, uh, they sn- you know they snatched a defeat out of the jaws of victory. What the hell? three games in a row the Canucks have blown leads uh, going into the third period I think that's a, a first in the NHL so dubious honor but um, yeah it, it's been a rough start for the Canucks you know I did speak earlier uh, about teams being mentally weak and and that's the way I would describe the Canucks that's the way Bruce Boudreau has described the Canucks and that's the way Bo Horvat has described the Canucks so yeah, it's been rough. You know, when when things go wrong, they sort of just get down on themselves, and and uh, yeah, it's been a rough start. But let's get into it. Thatcher Demko been an ugly start to the season. Six goals on twenty four shots for an eighty save percentage. Not good, man. Because he was he was being drafted in that top tier of um, goalies. He'll be better. The the Canucks will be better than this. But it's been rough, man. It's been a rough start. So, let's keep going. Um, Quinn Hughes, uh, lone, one of the lone bright spots of the game. He played 27 minutes. I love to see that. Two assists, plus two, three shots on goal, uh, two blocks as well. So, Quinn Hughes did his best to try and get the Canucks going. You know, he's, he's just so slick. He, I feel like he, he, he's, he barely ever makes a bad play out of his own zone. He's just so slick with the puck and, and his passing is bang on. So, yeah, they wasted a good effort for uh, Quinn Hughes there. That's unfortunate. Um, let's look at another popular Canuck, um, uh, Andre Kuzmenko. All right. Um, yeah, he's, he got 16 minutes of ice. He had an assist and three shots on goal again. You know, his, his, he's still so slick with the puck too. I mean, his assist was beautiful. He, he cut across the blue line, you know, uh, made a nice play, took a shot and uh, Curtis Lazar got his first goal for the Canucks, um, just deflecting Kuzmenko's shot. But the play happens because of Kuzmenko's skill at the blue line. He's going to be a good one. I think he's, you know, he's probably good for 60 points this year, 60 to 70 points, you know, floor, I would say. So, because Meko does have a high ceiling, though, you know, everything would have to go right, but he, he could get 80 points, but, I mean, the Canucks got to get dig themselves out of this hole a little bit, right? Hot take right there. 80 points, uh, Kuzmenko. That's that's a little bit uh, rich, but uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm going with this. Um, and then the aforementioned uh, Pedersen, Elias Pedersen, one goal, two assists. 80? uh nice game for him. Three shots, two blocks, 17 minutes. Pedersen's been uh, again a, a another bright spot for the Canucks at the start of this year. The thing with the Canucks is that for the first two periods of each game, they've they've played so well, and then the wheels just fall off. So you know that's that's concerning for sure. Three games in a row, not good. So they're they're playing again tonight. So hopefully they can get back on the right track for everybody's sake because I think uh, the NHL needs the Canucks to do well, right? Am I right? All right. That's that's good. I'm taking that uh, silence as an agreement. Cool. Um, Yeah, let's move on to Washington because I don't want to talk about the Canucks anymore. Um, Very good uh, uh, comeback for the Capitals, obviously. Darcy Kemper takes the win. Four goals on 30 shots uh, for an 87 save percentage. Um, Big Ovi. Oh, oh, oh! You know what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Alex Ovechkin, two goals, two assists, four shots, three hits, eighteen minutes. Welcome back, buddy. Um, this is why you got Ovechkin. He's one of the top hit uh, hitters in the league. Um, so. He's going to dominate peripherally, at least with hits. And I'm I'm glad to see him kind of get off the snide there, um, getting his first two goals. So that's great to see. Uh, Kuzmenko or not Kuzmenko, Kuznetsov, Evgeny Kuznetsov, uh, three assists in the game, three shots on goal, um, one hit, and he you know he did get that uh, suspension for high sticking Kyle Burrows. So um, he won't be in Thursday's game, as we mentioned. But uh, nice to see him. He's back in the lineup, you know, back with his. Chemistry with Ovechkin. So that's good to see. Carlson as well had a great game um, after a bunch of rough ones. One goal, one assist, three shots on goal, one hit and four blocks in 22 minutes. Carlson's solid as a rock. He's going to do that all year. Uh, I don't see any reason why he doesn't continue, you know, playing the same way that he he has the last few years. And then Dylan Strom. I did want to talk about him as well. One goal, one assist, three shots, two blocks in 17 minutes. A nice pickup for the Capitals. Uh, just a nice kind of glue guy that can, that can bring the offense as well. Um, I think the, the Capitals started out poorly. I, I, I think they're, they're going to bounce back pretty hard here. And um, I think they have a really good team here. they got a lot of good pieces. So anyways, that is Vancouver-Washington. Let's move on before I get depressed. Next game up, the Kings and Wings. All right, that sounds like a uh, uh, place that I want to watch the game. Kings and Wings, come on down. We got Honey Barbecue and I don't know what, I don't know, give me another wing. Hot Wings, there you go. Kings and Wings, book it, new franchise for uh, Fantasy NHL Today, sponsored by Kings and Wings. Um, LA takes the game 5-4 in overtime, but a lot of really fun stuff happened in this game. Um, Let's get into it. We'll start with the Kings. Jonathan Quick uh, got the start and got the victory. Four goals against and 33 shots, so that's an 88 save percentage. A couple guys I wanted to talk about. Gabe Velarde, the rookie, he's had a really nice start to the season. So one goal, five shots on goal, one block in uh, 16 and a half minutes. Um, He's been playing excellent this year. Um, He has, what what does he have? Uh, Let's just take a look. He's got five points in four games uh, as a rookie. He's, he's, you know his ice time has gone up uh, each game, except I went down a little bit in this game, but that's fine. Um, yeah, take a look at Villardi. He he's probably available on your waiver wire, and I think this could be one of those players that kind of comes out of the woodwork that you know for for Calder consideration. He just looks real consistent, and he has some nice chemistry with his with his teammates there. Um, Adrian Kempe did a nice job. I Actually, this is a bit embarrassing, but I dropped Adrian Kempe after his uh, pointless game to pick up Ilya Samsonov because I only had one goalie and I needed another one, so I liked that. But then Kempe's just gone off after that, so I, I know I'm going to regret that because I, I actually pegged Kempe for a pretty good year, and I don't see why he wouldn't deliver that at this point. He had a goal and an assist, three shots, one hit in 18 minutes. Kopitar had the uh, same thing, goal and an assist three shots and one hit uh, actually he didn't have a hit. So in 19 minutes as well. So they've obviously got some chemistry. i like to see that. What about my man, Sean Derzy? Oh my God, Ronnie. He's back in the lineup. Uh, he's been back in the lineup for a little bit. Um, one assist. He was minus two, but uh, again, the deployment, 22 minutes. So I did mention hold Sean Derzy. I think he's, he, I think he should be on our roster. He's uh, getting a good opportunity on second power play. He's, he's, you know playing good minutes and he's shown at least last season that he can put up some points and some peripherals so Sean Dursey's a player I like uh, I'm definitely holding on Sean Dursey Kevin Fiala got two assists as well a one hit in a block that's that's nice to see in only 16 minutes um the the main guy in the game was Philip Deneau he got uh, two goals including the overtime winner he also played 22 and a half minutes so Philip Deneau uh, I like to see that um four shots on goal and a hit uh, thrown in for good measure so yeah you like to see that Philip Deneau getting the, the overtime winner good to see uh, good win for the Kings now let's head over to Detroit Ville Husso, uh takes the loss five goals on 36 shots that's an 86-8 percentage there was an amazing play made in this game uh, I was just watching the highlights my man Dylan Larkin all right, he was held pointless in the game, did have a plus one, six shots on goal in 23 minutes. But what really stood out to me is um, Victor Arvidsson, you know, when the Detroit Red Wings had an empty net, they were trying to, to tie up the game. Victor Arvidsson skating into the offensive zone, about to put in an empty netter, and Larkin comes out of nowhere, back-checking and dives, knocks the puck off Arvidsson's stick. Well, it's 4-3, and then they come back and score. So that's just a beautiful play by Dylan Larkin. Um, I did talk about Dylan Larkin in my awards show, and he was my dark horse uh, pick for the Selkie Trophy. And it's stuff like this that m- made me think that. I, this isn't the first time I've seen Larkin do stuff like this. So anyways, I'm a big fan of him. I think he could be a point-of-game player this year. Really hasn't shown that so much so far, but you know he's obviously a valuable player, and he's getting a ton of deployment, right? Uh, in other news, too, actually, which I forgot to mention, Tyler Bertuzzi is going to be out four to six weeks um, with his injury. So I think Kubalik moved up to the top line with Larkin there. So, he, you know, he could be streamable at some point here as well. But, um, yeah, they're going to really lean on Larkin now that uh, one of their other major offensive threats, uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, is going to be out, out of the lineup uh, long term. So let's keep going. David Perron had an amazing game. Did his thing on the power play. Um, he got two goals, one assist, six shots. One hit, one block in only 16 minutes. Uh, Perron again, criminally underrated going into this season. Uh, he's great in cats leagues and he could be good in points leagues as well. Just a power play beast. We all know that, and and you know he did his thing. This guy's got a, a bomb when he plays that bumper position on the power play. Just great one timers, and that's what happened here in this game as well. Oscar Sunkvist played well. Um, you know he's on that great line with uh, Rasmussen and uh, Elmer Soderblom. Elmer, Fudd, Soderblom. Uh, Again, he's going on the all-name team. I'm going to definitely release that soon, the all-name team. But uh, Oscar Sundqvist is the one who's getting the most offense uh, out of those three. So he had a goal and an assist, including the one to tie it up uh, in the last minute of the game. He did have three hits as well, played 17 minutes. Player to watch for. I I like those three players in general, Rasmussen, Soderblom, and Sundqvist. They're playing on the third line in Detroit. Just three guys you want to keep an eye on, you know they could do something it's probably going to take half half the season for them to really kind of warm up but uh nice uh players there in Detroit uh, definitely for the future Lucas Raymond as well just a player I wanted to highlight played 22 minutes very quiet just had one shot and one hit but uh he's he's going to be better than this and Moe Sider as well has really not done a lot this season so far he was drafted very high so I hope he's not a bust I I I I doubt that he is. He's just going to get a ton of time. It didn't happen in this game. It was only 21 and a half minutes. You know, minus two. Two shots on goal, two hits. He's going to bring more bangs than that at the very least. Just wasn't a good game statistically for Sider. Anywho, let's move on, okay? We're going to move on to the next game. Colorado and Minnesota. What is going on in Minnesota? They, their goalies can't stop a beach ball right now. It's, it's pretty rough. Um, Philip Gustafson uh, took the loss there. I, I will get into that. But 6-3 Colorado. Um, but I, I, honestly, the Goldies are not giving the Wild a chance at this point. So let, let's get into it. So for the Avalanche, we'll start there. Georgiev gets another victory. Three goals on 39 shots for 92 save percentage. Nice game for him, for sure. Um, I, I thought Wild had the better chances in this game. So it's just Colorado was able to put pucks past um, Gustafson, And their goals were pretty ugly, in my opinion. Let's get into it. Um, Bowen Byram, I'll keep talking about him. again. I like to see 20 minutes of ice time there, 20 and a half uh, minutes. But not much. One shot, one hit, one block. I'm going to keep an eye on this guy. I, I, again, my thing with Bowen Byram is not that he's not a good player, but that he's not going to get enough time to do what he needs to do, Right? So, I, I always just am interested in his ice time more than anything. Well, how much deployment is he getting? So, I, I do like to see 20 and a half minutes, but didn't work out for him so much this time. Let's talk about Kale McCarr. That beauty. Two assists, two shots on goal, three hits, 27 minutes of ice time. He's elite. He's an elite player. He's doing elite things. Um, not much more to say on that. Nathan McKinnon had a beauty game. Get to the chopper. Mac. Right. Mac one goal two assists seven shots on goal and one hit in 21 minutes um this is why you drafted him this again mckinnon was being faded in a lot of drafts um he he was sometimes going outside of the top five which made no sense to me i I did not understand that i picked him up at seven in one draft that i was doing it just really you know if he's healthy he's he's top three or four in the league no question um so yeah great game by mac enjoy that uh, Valerie Nechushkin as well got another 20 minutes here he had a goal and two assists three shots on goal one hit one block um, he has really been the beneficiary of, of uh, some good deployment and when the season started I was leaning more towards Lekanen Arturi Lekinen, but Nechushkin to me is I would take him over Lekinen now at this point just, or I would say he's more valuable than Lekanen um, Lekinen had a had a good game peripherally anyway he did play 19 minutes Two shots on goal, two hits, three blocks. Lekkenen's been getting all his work done on the power play. So, um, yeah, I, I, both those players. I mean, great work by the you know the scouting staff uh, and you know the GMs to to pick up these players because um, yeah, they just supplement everything so well. And Landeskog is still out, and and the Avalanche just look strong. They look really strong. So. Another player I did want to highlight, didn't do anything this game, but again, just a player to watch is Evan Rodriguez. We've talked about him a little bit. He did have five shots, uh, one hit in only 14 and a half minutes, but he can definitely, he's going to pump some shots on net, and eventually some of those shots are going to go in. I think he's hes a breakout candidate. I don't know about this year, honestly, but I think if he can get in a situation where he gets maybe a couple more minutes per game, he can really do some damage. So Rodriguez, player to watch, right? uh and also got the other goal there um you know in 20 minutes worth of play so everybody doing what they need to do on Colorado it's you know they're gonna have a great season and I, I hope uh Landis-Skog gets back quickly right because I, I just like seeing a, a team in their prime just just dummy people and that's what Colorado's doing so anyways let's move on Dallas and Winnipeg Dallas takes the win four one they're looking good Dallas is another team to me that that's come up flying um, they've really enjoyed the coaching change. It looks like to me, and and bonus isn't even behind the bench right now because he's sick. So I, I don't even know who the the you know the alternate is there. But wow, um, Dallas is really playing with some pace right now, which is a lot different than what the what I was used to watching Dallas before. So um, let's get into it though. Um, start with the Jets. Connor Helbig got the start and took the loss. Four goals against on twenty nine shots for an eighty six save percentage. Um. Yeah, Hellbook looked good. It wasn't, wasn't his issue there. Uh, but Dallas is just real strong right now. And, uh, well, let's take a look at, at what happened with the Jets here. Shifley uh, was the one who got a goal. He rifled a one-timer there. Um, yeah, he played 20 and a half minutes. Shifley uh, was definitely under-drafted this year, or his draft position, he fell. So if you got him you know where he was being drafted, I think it's going to be a steal. He's probably going to have a great year. Again, awesome deployment with good players and he's done it before, so um, yeah, Scheifele looks good. He got that goal. Kyle Connor as well, 21 minutes, one assist, three shots, two hits. They're, they're going to keep doing that. They'll, they'll be better than this. They'll, you know, they they can be an offensive team. So it just didn't happen this game. I think because of Dallas's goaltending and just the way Dallas is playing coming out the gate here, they're looking very good. Um, other than that, the rest of the players on the Jets, they they really. They really didn't do too much. There's nothing that stands out to me. Guys like Blake Wheeler, just invisible in the game. Certainly, statistically. Cole Perfetti, invisible. Nothing going on. Both played 16 minutes. Really nothing happening there. PLD, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois was minus two. Two shots, one block, 18 minutes. Just, just nothing doing. So, um, I'm interested to see these guys bounce back. I, I think they will. This is just not a great showing for them. On to the stars, though. Jake Ottinger, Bang. This guy, uh, he he's had a real nice start. Um, one, he's three and zero. I think um, one goal against and twenty five shots. That's ninety six save percentage. And let's look at some of the buttes on Dallas. How about Yanni Hakonpa? Hello, this guy. First off, he's like a Viking. this This man is just frightening to look at. Um, he's definitely known for his bangs. All right, hits and blocks. Yanni Hakanpaa. He's he's one of those guys you can kind of stream in when you need those categories. So it's nice to see him pick up a goal. He only played eighteen minutes and twenty seconds. So one goal, three shots, four hits, three blocks. That's what he do. Yanni Hakanpaa. Cool name too. So good job for him. Miro Heiskanen. Uh, was the high minute man on uh, on D there just for the whole team? Actually played 24 minutes, 41 seconds, one goal, um, three shots, one hit. I think Heiskanen is going to have an awesome year, especially the way I'm seeing Dallas play. Like they've been they've been doing this really offensively without that much help from Heiskanen. I mean, he has had some points, but. I think it hasn't really been running through him, right? So I think Heiskinen is 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 a lock for you know fifty points. That's my take on that. And he could do even more than that, right? I don't know, again, my award show. He was my dark horse for the Norris Trophy. And I'm standing by that because I like my man Heisky. All right. Book it. Heisky, Norris Trophy. We got it. Um Tyler Sagan gonna have a great year this year he already is one goal uh, three shots one hit one block he played 18 minutes I like the deployment um, he he looks ready he looks good to go so um, again another guy available so late in draft so hopefully you picked up Tower Sagan and you're enjoying that sweet sweet value and how about Mason Marshmint? Uh let's look at him he got another he got two assists this game one shot one block He's gonna be—he's he, gonna be good. I want to see a little more consistency with with this kind of performance. But again, 16 minutes—I uh, like that. They're keeping him around that number. He's—he looks like he's developing some chemistry there, and uh, he could be a real beauty. He's a young guy. I—I just—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm watching Mason Marchman. He should be rostered at this point, I would say, um, for the potential breakout because he's also on a good team that that's playing well. So, anyways, Mason Marchman, make sure you got him. Pick him up, okay? And let's go into the last game here. Carolina and Seattle. Boy, things are, things are kind of ugly in Seattle right now uh, as well with their goaltending. Um, but let's, let's look at that. We'll get into Carolina first. Um, Freddie Anderson. No, Mr. Anderson. One goal. On 23 shots, uh, that's a 96 save percentage. Great job. Sebastian Aho led the way with one goal, two assists. He did have three shots and a hit. Uh, his his uh, minutes were a little bit down. 17 minutes, uh, that's fine. Um, how about Seth Jarvis as well? He's getting some nice deployment. Uh, 14 minutes, one goal, two shots on goal, one hit. And then uh, Martin Natchez as well. This He's kind of surpassed. Um, Jarvis was the one people were looking at, at the beginning of the year, but Martin Natchez is the one who's really capitalizing. So he played 19 minutes. He had one assist, four shots on goal. And uh, he, again, he, he looks strong. He, he's got some very good chemistry with the players he's playing with. I like to see that. Um, and I did want to talk also about Toivo Taravainen. I want Iguodala. Um, yeah, I've got him in pretty much almost every team that I drafted because he's just a guy I like to target for for his power play points and uh, just just points in general. And he's had a slow start. He's had a very slow start. So um, th- this is one of those things in fantasy where, you know, when I first started fantasy and a player like uh, Tara Vinan was playing this way or not performing, at least in my fantasy team, um, I might drop him and pick somebody else up. And I urge you not to do that. I urge you to... Let, let the things settle. Let the season kind of settle in, right? And that usually takes about 10 games. You know what I mean? Let's get 10 games into the season and then assess. I mean, take some L's. Take, take a weekly loss here and there, you know, while you're sort of assessing your players, right? But the, the worst thing you can do is drop a player like Tara and then someone picks him up, you know, for the back half of the season and he just blows the doors off, right? And I've done it before. I've seen it happen right? So you want to be on the other end of that. You want to be looking for, for people that are squirrely and dropping players like this, and then you want to scoop them up immediately, all right? Taravainen is going to be fine. He's going to get 70 points this year, no question. That's my prediction. Lots of power play points, all right? And he, he, I think he has potential to do more than that, right? But the thing with Taravainen is he's done it before, and there's no reason to think he can't do it again, um, one thing that I, I am noticing that's a little bit different on Carolina is Sveshnikov. Um, again, the deployment he's getting. So it seems to me like he's getting a few more minutes. It didn't really happen in this game. He, he got 17 minutes, but two goals, one assist, six shots. I love that. Um, Sveshnikov, I thought, was a little bit overdrafted this year. But he's kind of proven me wrong with his performance so far. So I like to see that. I like the Hurricanes a lot. They got a ton of talent. So, yeah, and they, they dominated the Kraken just like they should. So, let's get into that. Uh, Seattle Kraken. Philip Grubauer, ugly, ugly start this year. And he's just had an ugly career so far with the Kraken. I don't like to see that. Uh, five goals against on 34 shots for an 85 save percentage. Um, that's not going to cut it. And some of these goals were pretty questionable. I mean, he he missed a wraparound attempt. Just didn't have his paddle down on, on one side. Like, he... He's kind of just, he's making some some questionable decisions there in net. and It, it didn't look good. But I, I don't have a lot of players on Seattle that really need a bunch of uh, analysis. No one played really well. So, you know, let's just chalk it up. But, well, who got the goal? Sorry, it was uh, Burakovsky. So he got a nice goal, a nice pass from Jared McCann on the power play. But, uh, you know, he only played 13 minutes. All these players, as I mentioned in our streaming show... Uh, all the players on Seattle are 50% or under rostered. So you can get any of these players, and you probably should because they still have um, an amazing schedule moving forward, right? They still have three games. that are on off nights. So, yeah, I mean, all these guys are available. They should be better than this, right? You know, you've got Oliver Bjorkstrand, Burakovsky, um, Adam Larson, if you need some bangs, right? Um, Schwartz as well. He's He's been playing well, not so much in this game, but... Um, those are some players that you can target. I did want to mention Shane Wright as well, got back into this game, but they only played him 6 minutes and 50 seconds. What's the point? Um, it, I just don't think that it's good for a young guy's confidence to get, you know, he played 6 minutes the first game, scratched the second game, you know, or and, and then now he's playing 6 minutes in this game. Like, it's just... Why? Why have him up? Let's send him down and, and let him dominate players again. Because this is a this is an amazing player. A guy his confidence is already probably not great because he fell in the draft to Seattle, where he you know he thought he was going to be going first overall. So, um, yeah, that's that's really it for those games there, um, and that's it for the games actually. So five one Carolina Seattle. It is what it is, right? So, we are going to record another episode today. It's going to be um, kind of a what to watch for for tonight's games. And maybe we'll do a little uh, buy low, sell high. Um, We'll get something like that going on. All right? But um, before we leave, I must leave you with the top fantasy performer of the night, the cream of the crop. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop. It's going to be my boy, Mika Zabanajad that legend that beautiful flow that main um yeah what a beauty um this guy has just been like i said beaut- like perfect coming out of the gate um i love to see where this guy's season's gonna go he has been a streaky player in the past so i mean i don't know i doubt he can keep this up but new york looks really good this year so we could be in for a big season for Zabana jad but happy to see it way to go big zib And uh, that's it, everyone. So thank you so much for listening to this recap show. I'm happy to do it. I'm going to give you some more content coming up this week. Um, Yeah, any questions, hit me up on Twitter. Again, it's at Blake Creamer, S-E. I'll uh, definitely answer as many questions as I can. And uh, that's it. So I will talk to you a little bit later. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary.